Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Put your hands together for the fire. As you put your hands together. Amen. There are some people who can never rejoice over another person's blessing. May that not be us. Yeah, because as I was watching, I was very excited and very happy. And sometimes you must see pictures, and it is the picture that will put a dream into your mind and into your heart. And today, if you were traveling, sitting from your chair, one day to be real, you'll be traveling by a proper plane. Hallelujah. To see different places. Even when you saw Kajit here from the air, you didn't clap. You don't, you, have, you don't know. Are you there? Please ask your which one was Kajit here? Which one? <laughs> hey! Are you in the house this morning? You didn't see all those pictures. KJT was inside. KNUSP, that's all of you passed through the gate. It was inside. Boy, you ain't working there. It's made. It was inside. All oh, were inside and you were just there. At your mountains, that if we said climb, you, you are like me, you can't climb it. We were taking on a tour. Hey. Amen. And that is why I'm talking to you about the determinants. Because I think some of us need to change. Mm. Amen? We need to change. When I say we need to change, what do I mean? If you follow your life, if you follow what is going on every day, you'll be a very dull person. There's nothing exciting happening. What was it? Was your breakfast exciting? Your breakfast was it exciting? Is lunch exciting? If you follow every day, you'll just be there. You will just be there. Normal life. What makes life exciting? How you think? How you think? How you think? How you respond to things? How you open yourself up? Yeah. How you open yourself That's what makes life exciting. That's what makes it exciting. But if you are just there, and you expect that something from somewhere, or somebody from somewhere will come and make it exciting for you, it doesn't happen like that. The first change is the change in you. That's the first change. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Anyway, before I forget, I want to announce, I mean, to come and announce it as well, but Give Thyself Holy Conference begins this week. Amen. From Tuesday to Friday, we are here 4 a.m. to midday. Four days in the week. Every year for the past 16 or 17 years, the Give Thyself Holy Conference has been coming on. In fact, it was ISI before, and then it was changed uh -huh, when ISIS came. 
when you start to type ISI, then ISIS, which is a terrorist organization, comes up. So we don't like trouble. <laughs> and we changed. Our father changed the name. And he preaches. And every year, we go to Mampong by the grace of God. But to go, transportation, in and out, 120 Ghana cities. Registration, 60 Ghana cities. That's 180. Accommodation, even if it is 10 cities a day, that's 40. So some 200 cities a day, I mean, for the conference. Then when you get there, you eat. Before you are aware, three, four hundred cities must be put aside to attend this conference. But this year, I said this year, this year, tell your neighbor this year, unlike any other year, this year, you see what the devil meant for bad when he allowed Corona to hit the world. God is turning it for our good. And we are able to attend this conference free of charge, sitting down, watching, because it is virtual. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's virtual. When we say virtual, it's coming through the airwaves. It's coming through the airwaves. So as you can see, we have four screens here. So that no matter where you sit in the room, you can see it. I know that some people say, okay, I'll watch it from my house. But I want to ask you a question. What is the likelihood? Are you ready for my question? What is the likelihood that a cow walking from Bolgatanga to Accra, it will arrive without anybody to direct it or help it? What's the likelihood? Will it arrive? What can happen? Somebody will catch it. It will even just get lost. Yes. The same way it is unlikely that a cow can leave Bolgatanga and walk to Accra without any help. That's how unlikely it is that you, in your house, will wake up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, go onto your TV or onto your Facebook from 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's not likely. And listen and write it. It's not likely. Turn to your neighbor and say, Mommy says it's not likely. I know you already. What will be happening? What will be happening? Breakfast, wait before breakfast. You have to wake up. You say you can't wake up. Then you have to get up. You say you can't get up. Then it's time for breakfast. When you eat the breakfast, you overeat. So the thing will be on, but you'll be dozing. Then your friend will call. Then you go and do something else. It's not likely. It's not likely. And that's why I want to invite you to join us right here in the hall. We're going to be up, we're going to be open right from 4 a.m. to midday. Amen. Amen. I know you won't clap, but I'm saying amen. Yes. Amen. In other words, we are actually going to have the conference here. Bishop Dad is here. And how we would have received him if he was coming in live to talk to us. That's how we will receive him during this conference. And I can assure you that if you will bother to come, you will be blessed. You said what? You couldn't get time off work? It's not a problem. Be here at 4. Start at 4, leave at 8. Are you there? It's on oh, my workplace. You have to register. You have to, okay. Where register? When you finish registering, turn around and come. Don't make me think that you have been working hard because it is not true. It's not true. As I have it's not true. There anybody that's an organian like you. That's how we are. We work small, but we play plenty. It's all part. 
Hallelujah. Whatever it is, do not let this opportunity pass you by. Just come. All that is needed is for you to arrive. Hallelujah. And sit down and take part and be blessed. There will be regular breaks inside because we also have um, limitations on time. A conference, a conference must come on with breaks every couple of hours. Okay, And we're going to follow all those things. But be here and get the full thing. And get the full thing. Hallelujah. And God will bless you. Amen. Let me get into my subject for this morning. Let us pray. In fact, stand to your feet. I don't like the dullness in the room. Yeah. I'm going to work until the dullness goes. Now you can ask your name. Are you the one who is down? I've had an hour empty water. Why? You are looking like your weather. Timor. You can walk around your chair. It's allowed. It's allowed. Just move around your chair a little bit. I'm just killing the stiffness. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for another day in your presence. As we come before your word, I pray, Lord, that you take this word and place it in our hearts. Let it be where it ought to be, O oh God. Change us. Help us. Help us where we cannot help ourselves. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Take your seat. Last week, I started sharing with you on the determinants. Ashes, I really need you to be a little smart. I think that any child who is sleeping belongs under the tent or not here. I beg of you, please. It's better for them. They can follow the things that are done differently there. Yeah. Okay. Powerful. We were talking last week about the determinants, the things that determine your life. The things that determine your life. The things that determine the outcome of your life. And they are found in a scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Solomon was writing and he said he observed something. He noticed something. He took note of something. And he listed the things that are supposed to help you in this life. And he said that these things that are supposed to help you and these things that should make you rise up and be number one can easily be overcome and flattened by two things, time and chance. However, this means that if time and chance are not there, then the things that affect you are your speed, your strength, your wisdom, your understanding, your skill. I returned and saw, are you there? Because said the race is not to the sword. In other words, one is expecting that the one who is fastest will be first. But if time or chance happen to come in, then it will not be so. Time is the reason why a footballer who looks good suddenly fails. Time is the reason why the last time Messi played, was he good or he wasn't good? The last time. Time is catching up with him. This tennis star, Venice Williams, 
She has been chopping fence, chopping fence, but you see every once in a while, there's something, something. What is happening? Time. She has lasted longer than many, but time is catching up. Time is catching up. What is the name of that guy? Roger Watts, Fedora. I mean, when he's playing the tennis, I mean, you cannot test. But suddenly time. Time is catching up. Time. Time. Are you there? However, these are things we don't control. Sometimes it's just God or chance that seems to favor a person and make somebody who is not expected to excel to actually excel. However, we cannot do anything about time. And we cannot do anything about God. God will do what he will do. However, you can do something about these determinants. You see, if he was not, if the person was not good already, they would not even be there for a chance to catch them. Remember, I gave you the example last week of the person who was there, the worst swimmer who won the gold because everybody did four starts and was disqualified. But if the person had not also been doing their best, they would not even have been, at, why didn't you win the gold? <laughs> we were not there. So this person who had swam and done, done her best so life, suddenly chance had come to push the person. And so we began to look, I said to you that I just wanted to share with you the first of these, these things. That this, you see, the race is to the swift. The person who is running the fastest is the one who will win. That is just true. Amen. Sometimes people say, eh, then it means that the Bible is contradicting itself. Not at all. Not at all. Many things in this life, this way, and please look at your own handle. If somebody says the hand is white, is it true? If somebody says that the hand is brown, is it also true? Is it a different hand? At the back, is it a different hand? It's the same hand, this way and this way. They are all part of the same hand. That's how life is, and that's how many things in life are true. Hallelujah. If your greatest gift in life is talking, it can be a gift. It's people who talk who get certain kinds of jobs. MCs are people who talk. Hosts of certain programs are people who talk. You know, your ability to speak. Uh -huh. Our sister is an MC because she can talk. If she came to stand here and say, um, 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 I would like to, um, Introduce to you uh, this morning. Uh, put us here. Wish me there. <laughs> Are you there? So it is also. However, those of us who like talking, we also gossip very easily. That's true. Uh, if you see somebody who talks a lot who doesn't gossip, it's because of the dirty lesson they have had. Uh, I had such a lesson when I was growing up in school. Before I was away, they were chasing me a crowd of girls. Makaya Lapo. No more dimity. They found out that I was the first. Hey, I never forgot it. It frightened Lapo out of me. But the same way that you can talk well, that's how you're also likely to be able to gossip well. Please test your neighbor and say, neighbor, are they eating you? The same way somebody will be prepared. Pe. Ask anybody, are you prepared? Pe. It is that prepared pe that we need. That's why you'll be employed to come and take care of somebody's documents, take care of somebody's money, because you are so prepared. There was a certain wife, she said that anytime she puts her money in her husband's hand, she'll be offended because he will count the money three times. And she was offended because it's like, ah, is he saying that I stole? He was an accountant. Until the day he had to bring some work home. And she was watching him working. 
and he was counting some monies and putting things. And she watched him being himself counted. First round. Counted again. Second round. So you know how to count the money? One, two. That's how he was counting it. Till all the money was here. He finished. When he counted, one, two, three, again. Okay. One, two. Then she realized it's not about you. That's how. That's why he's an accountant. Oh, you mistake that. However, it is that same pe, pe, pe. That's why we can't visit you. When we visit you and we sit down, pe, then you come and start to sweep around our legs. We are brothers. When we touch anything, you say, yeah, it's the same. What am I saying to you? This and that. This and that. All the truth. So the same Bible that is saying the race is not to the swift is the same Bible that has example after example after example of making haste. And that's why I'm speaking to you for the second time about speed. Too much of your life is passing by because you are too slow. Because you are too slow. Hey, I said because you are too slow. Hallelujah. In this world, there are times when there is a need for speed. Last week, I shared a many, lot of things with you, and today I want to continue. I shared with you about how during the Lord's Passover, they had to eat quickly and be ready to move. I shared with you how speed determines if you build anything. Amen. Tell so never stop giving excuses. Yeah. The day you stop giving excuses, that's the day you start your process to build it. Yeah. Somebody here, by this time, you should be saying to yourself, I will not cross 40 and be paying rent. Yeah. It's your beginning. Yeah, it's your beginning. No, you just start to work. I also shared with you how speed determines if you will get married. Yeah. There are a number of couples in this house. Some of them will come and you can see they want to get married. But when they look at their pocket, they can see that the pocket is giving another story. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you look, you say that, hey, I cannot even start the process. And to some of them, I have called them and I've said, listen, marry. Those who have gone ahead and put a date, they marry. Yeah. Oh, it's true. It's true. So when you see people, I can, I can, I can give you names. Names. Just like their testimony to tell. I don't know any one of them. If this church is a young church, I don't know any one of them that they married when all the money, I mean, in their account, bank account, where there was some 11,000 sitting there. <laughs> there was 11,000 that had no address, nothing, and they just had it sitting there. No, 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 no. No. It was just a word and speech. That's all. Speech. Hallelujah. A word and speech. Amen. I shared with you, all this I was sharing with you last week. I also, I think I shared with you here that speed determines if you'll be blessed. I think I shared that. I'm not so sure. Did I share that one too? Yeah. Powerful. Today I want to go on to the next point. That speed determines if you'll be saved. Man needs to be rescued from many things in this life. Yeah. I said we need to be rescued from what? Many things in this life. Many, many things. The first thing that you need, of course, is salvation for your soul. Yeah. Salvation for your soul is needed. Now, let's read the scripture. Luke chapter 19. Luke 19, there's an interesting story. I remember it very well from Sunday school. Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. 
which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. The publicans are what? I think the Bible talks about publicans and sinners a lot. As for me, by you inside, publicans. <laughs> and he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was the vessel of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to thy house, for so much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm talking to you about speed. Speed. And I'm sharing with you that even to be saved, you need speed. Even to be saved. Even for salvation to come your way, you need speed. Some of you have heard the salvation message until you are dead. When I say that you hear it, it doesn't move you. And the reason is because when you should have given your life to that Lord, you didn't. So now you are still around. Not that you don't go to church. Church going there, it is a culture and a custom. Or at least it used to be for many Amen? Now, here we have a certain man called Zacchaeus. The guy's life was not correct. But he knew that he needed Jesus. The Bible says that he sought to see Jesus. Some of us in this house, the thing that is doing you, only Jesus can solve it. But you are walking around, 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 around. I don't know what you are doing. Walking around, doing different things. When it is Jesus that you need. Yeah. You are mixing him with so many things that should not be mixed. Again, ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking about? Yeah. Mixing it with many things. But this guy, even though he was an unbeliever and a rich man, for some reason he knew that he had to go and look for Jesus. And that he needed Jesus. So he went to look for him. When he went, he realized that, ah, he couldn't even get to see him because of two things. One, there was a crowd there. Too many people. And two, he was too short. There will always be things in this life that try to stop you from going fast. And sometimes the things are things you were born with. Like where you were even born. Which family you were even born to. Sometimes that's even your hindrance. Or which town you were born in. Different things. Or which year. I was looking at some baby. You have been born in Beirut on the day of the explosion. Hey, already a formidable issue. It's your, your, the house that your parents have. It's a still standing. As you have just come, you have just arrived. Before you can even know where you are, there's a disaster already. Your new birth is mapping. Are you there? You're almost like a homeless person as you were born. So this guy, he had two issues. People. As for people, there will always be a hindrance. You'll be there following them all the time. We shall come back to that. But you can see here that the guy decided to make, to do something. 
Verse 4 says that he decided to run, not even walk. He ran before the crowd. He ran ahead to a place he could see Jesus was going to pass. When I read this thing, I began to think because I was saying to myself that most rich people, they don't even walk fast. This is a dignity. Yeah. When I say dignity, he was a tax collector, a big man who was rich. But when he realized that he needed Jesus, he ran. And he climbed into a tree. That alone tells you some speed. Some speed. You are still walking. I said, you are still walking. Hmm. And then he climbed up into the tree. And truly, 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 it was his day. When Jesus got to that place, as Jesus looked up, the Bible says he looked up and he saw the man. And he said, Zacchaeus. What did he tell him? Make haste. Tell him about make haste. Make haste. Many things about God, if you are going to do them, just do them. Make haste. You have been struggling all this time with a certain kind of lifestyle because you need to make haste to separate from it and you didn't. Today as I'm preaching to you, make up your mind, it's my, my last time, I'm not going that way again. Make haste. Some friends that you should have deleted from your life, long time. Long time, still. Still. Still, they are your friends. Pastor, so are you saying that I should quarrel with them? They have not done me anything. You see, that is the mind that's keeping you where you are. Who said that it is only a quarrel that makes the peace of it? Your best friend in JSS1, do you know where they are now? Is it because of a quarrel? Is it not just because of life and time and doing different things? There are normal things that separate us. And when you make up your mind to separate, you separate. But you are holding on to things, and that's why you are still standing here. Yeah. Somebody, by this time, you should have moved out of where you are. Sometimes when you stay in a particular place, it keeps you there. Yeah, that environment. You realize that the environment is pressing down on you. A few months ago, I had an interview with, of all people, Bukon Banku. footballer. You see, I was watching and thinking to myself, I look at this man, then suddenly the man began to talk sense. You know, I, I, was going, I was watching because I thought I laughed. He would say something amusing. But he suddenly, the interviewer asked him about his children. Then he made a comment about how he had moved, I think, one of his kids, I think the older or something, out of a place. And then he said, because you see, this environment, it was, yes, the man realized that if I want this child to do well, and if I want him to move on, I have to move him out. And even though he himself had to still stay where he was, he had moved the guy out. And truly, the boy was in school doing something. Some people, sometimes you need to just get out. Move. Zacchaeus, make haste. He realized that, look, if I sit down, I'll be a tax collector all my life. I'll be collecting, stealing people's money. They'll be cursing, be cursing my family all my life. My children also will be careful. You see, when you cheat somebody, the person may not be able to do much. But when they speak, some of the generational cases, that's how they come. You have gone to do something to somebody and the person has spoken. The Bible says that a curse causeless does not land. In other words, a curse with the cause, it will land. It will land. So if you continue walking around as a tax collector, walking with the publicans, what end will you have? 
the man realized, look, I'm separating myself and I'm running today. I've got to meet this Jesus. I'm running away. I'm going away. I'm moving out. And I'm speaking to somebody. And I'm telling you that it's time for you to run away. Run, run. Meet those friends, run. Run. You are a Christian every day when you open your Bible. Your friends come and laugh. Can you not see you should have run out of that company all the time? Then, the Bible says, Jesus said, make haste and come down. So today, I must abide at your house. May Jesus say the same thing to you. Some homes here, you need Jesus to enter your house and abide with you. To abide means to stay there. He means to stay there. Zacchaeus made it and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, tell anybody when they saw it. That's the crowd. The people who he couldn't charge through to see Jesus, you know, those people, when they saw the favor that he had, look at what they started saying. That Jesus has got to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. If you listen to the crowd, then you will not do well. I can promise you that. I am careful as you see. This your mind you have is not good. Why would anybody? A case is not needed. It's just a fact. You are following everybody. Everybody is saying that. What would the neighbors say? What would the neighbors say about what? I don't have people feeding you. Mercy. Here they were criticizing Jesus for going to the house of Zacchaeus. I thank God that Jesus is not listening to anybody. He's looking for you today. He's looking for you. He's not minding where you have been, what you have done or not done, whose child you are, where you are from. They are all not significant points to Jesus. And Zacchaeus had changed that he told Jesus that he was going to repent and send people's sins back to them. And Jesus told him, this day is salvation come to this house. Hallelujah. This day is salvation come to this house. There are times and ages at which it is very difficult to be saved. And so when you find yourself, this church, there are young people in this ministry, there are always young people. And we love to preach to young people because that's when it's the best time to be saved. When you are waiting till your bones are hard, people say, but oh, I can't give my life to Christ later. Later may not come, number one. Number two, later may come with so many entanglements. Number three, Later, when the older you are, the harder and the more stubborn you are. Hey. <laughs> That's why you're insulting people. If you are stubborn, you say you are stubborn. Is it an insult? Ah. If you are tall, I say that you are tall. Is it an insult? Hey. So if you are stubborn and they say that you are stubborn, is it an insult? How can it be an insult? <laughs> But you see that it increases with age. So when you are young and your mind is clear and it just thinks in straight lines, that's the time you should receive Christ. As you get older, you go and ask somebody who didn't marry when he was young. It's time to marry now and he's older. Hey! Or you're going to try to marry somebody who's been married before. Hmm. When you are young, it's like, oh, okay. He says he loves me, we will marry. When she's a little older. You uh, said what? This is exactly how 23 years ago. This guy came. He used exactly the same words as me. So you see these kind of words, they are not interesting. 
You say you are going to buy her what? KFC. She said, listen, I've seen all the KFC I want to eat in my life. I don't, I don't need your Hey! Hey! Now passing through Wakadrill. But when you receive Jesus as a young person, by the time you get to that age, he has infiltrated your life so much already. Yeah. But if you wait, very difficult. Very difficult. By that time, pride has caught you. Your such where you are in life has caught you. So many things. Speed. What's going on? Are you saved? Don't assume that's because when you change that preaches salvation, everybody is saved. Don't, don't assume that at all. Don't assume it at all. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Are you getting changed? And so I want to move on today and just share a few points with you about how you can improve or increase your speed. How to increase your speed. You see, how to increase your speed. Number one. Improve your speed or increase your speed by improving your understanding. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 3 says, And shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, nor improve after the hearing of his ears. Improve the speed of your understanding. You see, People who don't understand things cause long arguments, long discussions. Simple thing that you should understand that we should just be able to talk about it one, two, three, and it's over. Instead, we have to go on and on and on and on and on. And you still do not understand. And such a thing will make you very slow. Such a thing will make you slow. Yeah. Such a thing will make you very slow. Long meetings. I recall many long meetings with people who don't understand things. I also want to add people who need to understand everything to the last jobs. They are also slow. How many things in this life will you understand to the last jobs? How many things? How many things will you understand? Many things you just accept them. I mean, you are taking a phone, you say, until you understand the mechanism by which the phone works. You will not use it. If you are not you may not even do it. You may not do it. And so first, are you saying that we should walk around like mindless? You see, that mind that you have, that's the one I'm describing. That, that, that is just it. That's just it. That's just it. Why would you think that you shouldn't use your mind? But I'm saying that you need to understand things. You need to understand things. If you understood that the wearing of a mask helps you, one of the groups of people who I have watched with the greatest fascination are the Americans. <laughs> Nobody can make us wear a mask. Nobody can talk about it. They have fought over mask. Meanwhile, when you wear the mask, who, who, who will be saying? Eh, Papa, I don't see me wearing a mask. It's very simple. 
I told her she should leave her face to you. Yeah. And that's why I said all of you wear the mask. Right? It's because you know what's going on. But you want us to say, no, it's very simple. The sound people were struggling, they sent me a text this morning that when they are speaking, this, the thing doesn't pass through the plastic. So unless the microphone is here, because I'm preaching, if I put the mic here, it's also not okay for me. Or I shall be preaching, I should wear the mask and come and put Don't bring the mask, I mean. And it's very simple. Now I know it's past the zoo. Pastor, I'm not going to share my screen. I'm not going to share my you should understand that it's because I love you. You think I don't like my life. I like my life, but if it's either that or when I took the face showed up, I didn't look at the video of the Holy Space. <laughs> are you in the house? But when we are short on understanding, then there must be a lot of talking. A lot of talking. A lot of talking. Our whole nation, we don't understand things. That's why a doctor would tear at the station and stop at the junction. Won't tear at the But if you just move a few meters down, the cars turning behind you can pass you, but you don't understand. Improve your understanding. Of. Hello? Hmm. <laughs> I have to say it. It's hard, but I have to say it. Yeah. If we say that, give your life to Christ, why would we say such a thing? Is it not for your good? So why are you born? Why are you annoyed? Why are you angry? Hey. Hey. Yeah. But you see, when you make yourself a person who is quick to understand, you will find that it will increase your speed in life. There are people who have stopped going to school before time. You, are, you don't you lack understanding. You are not able to see the connection between school and your future. That's all. And I don't like school. It's because you don't understand that it's not liking because we go to school. It's necessity because. Yeah. It's necessity. It's not because of us. I don't. How many of you like school? The only excuse is that they're going to Most of you go because you have to go. That's all. That's all. And there are some of you I've shared with you. I have stood behind this pulpit and I've said, work for God. Find something to do for God. Keep your life to work for God. Work for God. You have been in this church one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years. I have been the pastor of this church for ten years. This might never be a year. Still, you don't understand. Can you not see that the work of the church is going on? Can you not see? That even when you have not, when you have decided, I will work, can't you see that it's still going on? So you need to understand that when we say it's for your good, not necessarily the church is good. Everything that has to be done is being done. Have you not seen it? It's understanding you don't have. 
because you were going to be doing it for me. Huh. So what? One of these days, I'll either be transferred or I'll die and they'll put my coffin here. No, 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 please. I mean, let's be real. Nobody is here forever. But you, when you stand before God, what are you going to say? Have I not read scriptures to you? From Revelation chapter 2, Revelation chapter 3, there was a message to seven churches. And in every message, every single message, I know thy works. I know thy works. I know thy works. Have I not been to them for get works? It's a matter of I've never been to heaven before. But one day we will all go there. When you get there, you will find out. He said, I know thy works. And your labor. There are people here, they come here to sleep every week. And they come and they are sleeping. They don't know that God is looking at them. That's your labor. I see it. He said, I know your service. As they are doing, they just sleep because somebody said, let's do But they don't know that God is marking. But he's watching. He said, I know your works. And because you don't understand, because you can't understand, you are saying the whole, this is all these people. Who are these people? We are these people. One day, one day, you will stand in heaven yourself. The Bible says, it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. That day, you will know what you say. You will know. You will know what you say. What have you not said? What have you not said? You have just made yourself people who cannot understand. Nothing. You don't understand anything. Some of you are there doing nothing now you start to backslide. Because when you don't do anything, you backslide. Then some young people come to church and then they are working. And as they work, you find that they become pastors. They become leaders. Then you fight them. Then you fight them. Something's wrong with you. You want to? That's why a child will do, and you have to say yes to a child. Then you start. They like the students. They like the young people. They like those who are going to school. They like those who are. But you were there. Were you not the first person who was asked? Did you do? We can't even depend on you to do the same thing for three days. You tell me that, oh, we are going to be a fire. I'm still waiting. I'm still looking. That's why we we'll go somewhere and get people who will be singing. They are all in the house. And they sit down. And then they say, because when I ask you to come for, for rehearsal, you, you start talking nonsense. Man, I don't like this kind of talking. See, this is the kind of talking because it's because of this that I stopped coming to the church. Something is wrong with you. Whether you like it or you don't like it, that's the truth. 
And the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. You don't want to be in a place where they only tell you, receive, and say, I receive, me, 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 so, me, me, so. What's next? Yes, we agree, agree, agree. But when you get to heaven, it is not a qualification. I say it is not a qualification. I'm looking for heaven. One day I will not be here. That is what I have understood. One day I will stand before the master. When I stand before him, I want to tell him I told you the truth. I told you the truth. I don't want to get there and get a slap from an angel. You went there and told the people that they should pray and so all your praying and your showing, where are they going? Open your Bible for me and show me where it is the criterion for salvation. It's time we stop playing the fool. I said, time we stop playing the fool. My teaching is ending now. If you said God save him, I said, if you said God save him, some of you so so criticism. So so criticism. Hey, it's only because they don't speak, it's only English they are speaking. They don't speak. I beg you. As you say, the church is an international church. We have Cameroonians in this church. We have Nigerians in this church. We have all kinds of people in this church. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah. Oh, but if they translate. Do you know why I won't translate? Do you know why I won't translate? Because, because you are the same people who won't come to church. I said, I'm preaching English, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe you have a me, were you not the pastor of the tree congregation? Did you get people to work? Who were working? Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> As you are busy accusing me, God has heard you. Be quick to understand. Oh, but you see, everybody speaks true. It is true. One of my dreams in this world is a future. But not a future that somebody is interpreting. A future that's a proper future is open to a proper future. But you see, you are the pastor of that church, but you have refused to work. So I can't call you, I can't make you the pastor, and that's why there's none. That's why there's none. I'm looking for the day I'll have the true pastor, just like how they translated the song into French, just like how they translated the song into Hindi. We will translate the song into Chi, and we will sing it in Chi. We will say the grace in Chi. We will preach the word in Chi. But you, if you change, if you change, and until you understand it, we are here. We are here. We are here. Yeah, we are here. But I will have you know, it is because you don't understand that when we get to heaven, one of the questions Jesus will ask us, what did you do to the people who were living around the area? What did you do? What gospel did you preach today? What gospel did you preach in Emma? What gospel did you preach in Yahoo? What gospel did you preach in the Philippines? What gospel did you preach in Shakespeare? What gospel did you preach? And I tell them, I told them. I told them. I told them. Believe me, I have tried them. I've passed the age where I cannot even be better, unfortunately. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, just a few months from 59, otherwise I would have learned the language myself and done it myself. 
I need somebody who will stand on the pulpit and preach with you. The proper gospel, not the nonsense that people are preaching. The proper gospel. The proper gospel. Not the gospel of money. Not the gospel of false prophecies accusing people's mothers and fathers of being witches. But the proper gospel that Jesus came down to earth and gave his life for you to be saved. People need to hear it. And you are here. You are the preacher of that. You are the preacher. But before the man can serve God, he needs to be trained. Come and be trained that you say you will come. I'm ending. Yeah. It's up to you. Today I have preached to you. Speech. We need speech to save the people around. We need speech. If you are the preacher, make sure you have saved yourself. Present yourself, humble yourself for the training that has made people pastors. Yeah. Allow me to talk like a fool. And it's just been working around for me. But my sons are all pastors. All of them. They are young men. But they are all pastors. My oldest son preaches in a foreign language called Malagasy. I don't speak Malagasy. I didn't show him. He went to the preaching, translated the thing into Malagasy. He's preaching. You are here. Translate the thing into you. You are sitting down there waiting for somebody else to do it. And you have the mouth to be criticized. Then you wonder why you are frustrated, then you wonder why life is difficult. It's difficult because you don't understand things. You don't speak. No speak. Look, I'm closing. I'm in the last session of my life. Because I'm not one of those hoping to be 100 years old. It's not one of my dreams in this life. So if life is divided into three, I'm in my last bed. You are just beginning. And it's for you that I'm preaching. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. This morning, my altar call is different. I'm calling some young people, or somebody, I don't really mind your age, that you are here. The burden on your heart is for the truth speaking people. Bring yourself here. Just come. Just bring yourself here. They said, Pastor, I want to preach in truth so that people will hear the gospel, the real gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. Also, this pastor, they are already doing something. You who are not doing anything, arrive here. I'm waiting for you. Yeah. You are in the church. You are not a shepherd. You are just a church member. But you can see that God is touching your heart somewhere. I don't mind your age. You can even be 10. Bishop Eddie is a bishop, but he was 13 when he gave his life to Christ. I'm waiting for you. Arrive. Arrive. God bless you. Arrive. Arrive. God has need of you. God has need of you. Not another person. He has need of you. He has need of you. Move from your seat and come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting. All you young people, nothing moves in your heart to share the gospel with your people. I don't know why you came to church. I don't know why you are here. Just bow down your head. Father, anoint your people. Anoint them to speak to God. Anoint them to speak. Free them to speak. Touch their lips, O oh God. Touch their hearts, O oh God.
There's somebody out there in the crowd. I'm waiting for you. Your heart is beating as I'm speaking. Just come and add yourself. Just add yourself. Just add yourself. Father, anoint them. Anoint them. Anoint them. Anoint them. Lift up your hands as you are standing. Father, you see them this morning. Teach them, oh God. Touch them, Lord. Let that burden on their hearts become hotter and hotter till they answer you. Let it become hotter and hotter until souls are saved in another dimension. Oh, Jesus. People need to hear of you. And they need to hear it in their language, oh God. These ones that you said, Father, let them go. Anywhere around the city, everywhere that you show them, Father. The evangelists among them, let them evangelize. The prophets among them, let them prophesy real messages from the throne. The teachers among them, let them teach the word that people will hear. The apostles among them, oh God, let them break ground. Let them break ground. The new churches will be started, oh God. Father, touch them today, Lord. Let them do their work. The pastors among them, let them pastor the people in their own language so that they will understand and hear and feel and run with it, oh God. Father, touch them, touch them, touch them. Touch them, Lord, this Sunday morning. Touch them this Sunday morning. Touch them where no man, no person can touch them. Let them feel that fire, that fire burning in their stomach. Let them feel it right now. Let them feel it right now. Let them feel it right now. Makatori andalamasanda. Shake up as a Satan. Shut up in Jesus' name. There's nowhere for you here. Kemasanda. Rekabra sokotamasha. Okemasandalamasanda. Rima sokolaboshiki bakandalamaha. Rima sokolaboshiki. Shaka sanda. Shaka sanda. Yes, Lord. It shall come to pass. 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 Father, let it be established. Let it be established. Let it be established. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'll meet with you immediately after the service. Please return to your seats. God bless you. As every head is bowed, and don't sit down, don't sit down. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. If not giving your life to Jesus, but you want to give your life to Jesus, just wave your hand at me. You want to give your life to Jesus. Yours is not that you're going to preach somewhere. You just want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just watch my hand. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hands. Just come. I want to pray with you. Just come. Come to me. I want to pray with you. Come. What you believe in your heart, you need to say it with your mouth in order to be saved. Just come to me this morning. Just come. Step out of where you are. Leave those friends behind and come. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Sometimes some of you, when you see young people coming, these little boys, and you say, oh, they don't know what they're about. They are more alive in their spirits than you know. I want to pray this prayer. Somebody, your heart is beating. You should be healed. But I will not wait for you today. 
If it is you, just be here and let's pray together. Just come. Let us pray. And the Lord will deliver you. He will rescue you. Let's pray. Say this prayer after me, okay? You want to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for these two young ones who have come at such a tender age. Watch over them. Let them grow to know you and to serve you. Let them be men of understanding, quick understanding, and let it be well with them. In Jesus' name. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F O L C I D S. God richly bless you.